0: what's up hey Jay so it didn't go as the way we planned uh but Winston he has the right attitude that I wanted uh from a manager he he's completely on board with me doing whatever I want he's given me full freedom and the rest of the faction I think I used to think everyone on the faction had some reason to hate Winston but it's exactly the opposite everyone is on board they love Winston mm-hmm. and uh, they want they want to work together as a as a family and like bring back the bring, bring the championship belt to the faction this time and and I'm on board too and uh the best best thing of all even Laura Laura's Laura's on board and She's not talking about corruption anymore. She's not talking about Shannon anymore. She's not talking about wanting to go back or anything like that. So everything is good.
1: Chandra, listen, it's all good. Everything's okay. Sometimes things just don't go. Everything's cool. We're good. I still got mad respect for you. I believe in what you can do.
0: It's all good. I'm sorry, man. I was just really happy with uh, how things are going in Swag. I no, need to
1: to. no need to apologize. Everything's good with you and Swag and Winston and Laura. Everything's good. Everything's in order. It's no problem, man. Listen, just study, practice, do what you gotta do. Get your belt back. All good on this scene. Trust me. It's all good.
0: By the way, you would have made a great manager for Swag. I just wanted to let you know that. And Jay, between you and me your secret is safe with me i'm not gonna tell a single soul what happened between us
1: i appreciate that man it means a lot to not
0: tell i appreciate that thanks man oh i forgot I'm, i am think i'm late for my study session with swag bye jay take it easy see
1: i told you told you it was gonna happen just like this see I told you he was going to get his act together. Told you Winston was going to get it together. I told you what Chandrew was going to do. And I told you what Laura was going to do. I told you.
2: You know, I got to give it to you, Jay. I'm uh, I'm impressed. You know, you did say that Winston was going to get his act together. You did say that Chandrew was going to go with Winston. And you certainly said that Laura was going to break Shannon's heart, which is all I cared about. And I just... You know, I just love Laura on Swag. I just think that's such a good fit, you know. So you really delivered, Jay. I'm impressed. You really delivered on everything you said. So, you know what? Congratulations. Mr. Commissioner. <laughs> Oh, this is
3: going to be so fun. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, this is going to be the best. This is going to be the best. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much.
3: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Movie Trivia Schmodown. I am Christian Harloff, joined as always by Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. Mark, what a season it has been. New presidents, new commissioners, uh, a lot of different stuff has Come down the pike. And one of those things to happen this season, a legend returns. That is right. The former movie trivia schmodown Teams champion, the Godfather, Drew McQueenie, makes his triumphant return to the Schmodown here today, and he faces the delinquent, Lon Harris. What a match! What a match we have today
4: for the audience. It might be a little too much, even for my Wake Forest University brain to comprehend, Christian, because in the highest halls of office here at the Schmodown, there is chaos ensuing. We can unpack that some other time. Right now, it's the question of Drew McWeeny: Is he going to be back and in mental game shape to compete once again, as brilliant as he did before? Will he have his trusty Coke Zero by his side? And, yes, he's taking on Lon Harris, my second favorite Harris brother. But more to the point – which Juan Harris are we getting? He's been a delinquent for so long, but I'm telling you, you may not believe it. I saw little tiny shades, little strands, little silver linings in the gray sky that was the delinquent of him maybe not being a professor again, but at least being a, a student that occasionally shows up for class.
3: Well, I don't know. I know you have your hopes, but I don't necessarily know if Winston has those hopes. The delinquent has done some pretty great stuff in the season and a quarter that he has been with swag. Uh, The question is, We know how well Drew McQueen was with Sam Levine when they played together as a team. They won the team's tournament. They were the first team to ever defeat the Patriots. They beat the Patriots again in an Ironman match, and that reign was cut short. Sam Levine stepped away from the game, and the titles were vacated. We didn't have, you know, and Drew McQueen didn't have a chance to defend. He took that as a slight, as he said last year. He was mad. He left. He walked away from the game. He said, I'm not doing it anymore. Sam Levine's got special powers. The Sam Levine t- didn't didn't just Sam Levine didn't just draft him. Sam Levine signed him. Sam Levine signed him in free agency. Took him, and now it it is him. Ethan Irwin, Liz Shannon Miller, those were the three that he signed. He did something, and for some reason McQueen, said, like, you know what? I'm going to play for you, Sam, and I'm going to win this year. He looks determined. He looks scary and a scary godfather. Oof, I don't know, but I don't think Lon, I don't think it affects Lon. I don't think Lon even understands what's happening half the time, so it might not be that much of an intimidation thing. I don't know.
4: I don't. I was going to ask you if that text you just got was maybe from him confirming that he showed up. That might be too much to ask, but when you look at the usual suspects, you're right. It's retirements of plenty. These two guys retire more than Steven Soderbergh, but like him, they are back and looking for big points here today against a worthy competitor. Regardless of how he conducts his personal life, Lon Harris is to be feared once he gets underneath the white hot spotlight of the movie trivia schmooze. Will Taco show up? That's really all I care about.
1: Well, we
3: are going to find out in just a moment As Lon, I'm sure, is scrambling to find Taco And we will get To find out how we got here Between both Lon Harris and The Godfather Here we go
5: There was only one choice for me Number one draft pick The Godfather Mr. True McQueenie
6: I wouldn't say I'm beat up over it. I, I'm just—I've reached a point where I, I've realized something. Um, you know, I—I was—I uh, was promised a lot of stuff by a lot of people, and uh, I think right. I'm retired. Folks, have a good day.
3: Very excited here to bring in our next uh, our
6: next competitor. You may know this gentleman. So I think I'm going to go join the usual suspects. That is my final decision, and then Ben Bateman. I'm coming for you.
5: Drew and I obviously have a long, complicated history, but I want to set the record straight about one thing. There are zero hard feelings between me and this man. Anything that caused any confusion in the past, that is in the past. I learned
6: the game sitting next
5: to Sam, because Sam
6: is one of the best gamesmen the Showdown's ever seen. Like, he gets the game on an innate
5: level. It doesn't matter if it was above the line. It doesn't matter if it's me managing him on the usual suspects. The man is my go-to guy.
7: Lou has been away from the game for a little while. Quite a while, actually. As a matter of fact, he took an L and then he dipped. Lon, on the other hand, spent most of the season avoiding me but you know what he ultimately did do? One. won a lot. Final exam did some serious damage and some serious work to everybody. So Lon, provided he shows up, he's gonna get in that
6: ring. He's gonna do what he does best. So the last time you guys saw me here in the showdown, uh, you may have seen me wearing this blazer. And
5: things are a little bit different now
6: though. And as 2021 rolls around, I
5: just wanted to let you know
6: that I'm in fighting shape ready
5: for the show. So, yeah, today we're playing Lon Harris, who I guess knows some stuff. He's
7: going to come in, he's going to answer these questions, he's
6: going to make people laugh a little bit, stress me out. He's going to win, because he's been here. I-, I hope to, you know, knock the rust off, uh, and uh, and do so quickly, because I'm pretty sure if Lon comes, comes ready, uh, I'll be in trouble if I don't. But whatever happens, this is just the beginning, and at the end of this year, when you look at Bateman, you've been wondering what just happened. That's yeah.
3: I'll be honest. This is a match. This is a dream matchup that was supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen a while ago. Um, Something had happened with scheduling. It it didn't work out. They have faced before in teams. The Harris brothers beat both Drew McQueenie and um, and uh, Brianne Chandler when they were a team together during anarchy. So this is a little bit of a revenge for Drew McQueenie because Drew McQueenie is one of the best teams players of all time, when you look at his record and things that he did with both uh, above the line and the family and he, and even uh, hide the cannoli, that 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 was also all three of those teams have won matches. He is maybe just a step behind Jeff Snyder as far as teams, but he is a massive, massive player. So I'm sure he's looking for a little revenge here today. His singles career, though, has never been exactly what we thought it could be. And I think he wants to make up for that this season.
4: And a big part of his strategy is probably intimidation. Heck, his nickname is The Godfather. The guy comes in and he scares opponents. But to your earlier point, I just don't know if Lon Harris cares, is aware of, gets affected. I don't know if he has an emotional bandwidth to begin with, and much less if Drew McQueen is going to be the one moving that needle. So we're going to find out a lot today. We have questions. We're going to get some answers. We expect more answers from these two movie trivia geniuses. All right. Are you ready to get going? Oh, I am pumped, man! This—I feel like it's like a—it's—we're it, it, we're like watching a boxing match. This, I'm not oh. saying Rumble in the Jungle, but this is going to be a good heavyweight brawl. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie
3: trivia Schmodow. Introducing first, representing the usual suspects with a record of four wins, five defeats, and two knockouts. Making his return to the Schmodown, the former movie trivia Schmodown team champion of the world, the godfather, True Look at the determination in the eyes of the Godfather. Here, I'll ask you this question. Why the decision to return and why the decision with the suspects?
6: Uh the decision to return was a uh a complicated one. You you called me initially, Christian, and started talking to me about it, and I, I wasn't gonna do it at first, but you know, the more you sort of poked me with the things that I've left unfinished, with the things that I've left undone in this league. You can't just walk away. You can't just not try to complete these things. I I definitely want to make a go of this as a a singles player. And I think, yes, the the team thing is definitely a strength of mine. But uh, there's no reason I can't do that as a standalone player. And this year, um, I don't know if you can tell, but uh, I'm hungry. I'm literally hungry. So let's go
4: you look good you look fresh you look like you just got bit by jack nicholson in the 90s classic wolf but drew my question is about your opponent now the professor has books that used to adorn his office when he held that title i don't know if he read those i know you've seen every movie behind you so he's a delinquent he's kind of a loser but does he put any fear in your heart
6: Look, I don't underestimate Lon. I, I know that there's a brain in there. It's uh, He is definitely um, armed and dangerous. Uh, it is a matter of, on any given day, um, his or my ability to be quicker on the draw. Uh, I definitely feel like this is an Old West standing in the street gunfight where, you know, I, I, I'm not discounting him. I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm just saying today, I think I want it more. Last question for you, Drew. Before we bring in Lon here, you you made yes, it? yes. I do have my Coke Zero. That's the question, correct?
3: Thank you so much.
6: No, I didn't okay. I, I, did, I knew Mark was worried. <laughs> I did have to ask. You walked
3: away from the game last year because you you were pretty uh, upset the fact that you know Sam wasn't there for the last match that you guys played, and the fact that you know you, you never really got a chance to defend the team's titles. Is that is that gone with your manager and former partner now? Are you guys on the same page?
6: Well, we we talked it out, and you know. Um, Sam and I have a history, and uh, there is nobody who I feel knows this game quite the way Sam does. There's a reason that Sam is in the 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 constant conversation about who the goat is. and and I think he uh, he can definitely make a claim for it. Um, and I think he knows this game inside out. Him as a manager makes sense to me. Um, I talked with a lot of the other managers in the league and there's great people in the league now. That's one of the things that I I also brought me back is there is so much new blood now, both uh, in players and managers and the way the league works, it feels different now. Um, It's evolved. And so I wanted to be part of that. I wanted to come back and face some of these new younger players who I, I think are monsters. I think have come to the table really ready to go. And I think that with Sam... His strategy talks with me, His uh, just his talks about the game itself. He definitely knows how to get me ready for this game. All right, thank you. You heard it from the Godfather. Good luck to you, sir. Good to have you
3: back. And his opponent representing Swag with a record of five wins five defeats and one knockout he is the 2020 ultimate schmodown team finalist the delinquent
1: Lon
8: harris on, wake up whoa, whoa. hey oh yeah okay uh, so listen, I think we're gonna have a double chili cheeseburger. Uh, I'm gonna get fries, but on the side. Oh. Uh, you, you guys got like a shake? Play? Like like a? They would do like uh, a chocolate uh, shake.
3: Lon, this is the movie trivia showdown. You're playing up against the godfather, Jimmy Quini.
8: Oh, I oh, sorry. Yes, I, I'm right. I, I assumed you were Grubhub, but. That makes sense, too. Sure.
3: That's my sidekick. So, Lon, I would like to say, uh, look, this is a match that has been, it, it was a different side of you last time that was play, It was supposed to play up against Drew. When you did play in teams, do you remember any of that?
8: I have no recollection of this at all, no.
4: Fair. Mark? <sighs> Lon, I had such hopes for you this season. I and have no
8: idea why. That's ridiculous.
4: It. I mean, at least I got to see Taco. So, I, I'll ask you this. What do you know of Drew McQueen? He's been a celebrated film pundit for decades. He's been on major network television shows. He's moderated the biggest panels at Comic Con. Drew McQueen, does the name ring a bell or does The Godfather ring a bell?
8: Oh, uh, The the Godfather absolutely does ring a bell. Uh, Listen, very respected man on the street. I've been, uh, like, if you see him, I, I've been running, a, you know, my own side sort of businesses. I, I always, I'm gonna chip into him. I'm gonna kick up. I just, I need a few extra weeks to sort of get get some stuff together. I know, you know, he sent some guys to come talk to me, but, uh, you know, it, it, so if you see Don Vito, please tell him it's. I meant oh no disrespect.
4: Oh, oh boy, oh. that's a that's another sordid tale, Christian. I'm just gonna pivot this, throw this grenade back to you,
3: Lon. Well, let me ask you a question. How did you feel about playing the trivia match today? Would you like to do that?
8: Oh, uh, what what kind what kind of trivia we're talking? we talking cars.
3: What, movie trivia, movie trivia. How, oh, I mean
8: favorite, but sure, we could we could all well, let's, something.
3: Let's, let's do that. And now our competitors are in the room, and we are ready to go. The match is about to start. Mark, what are the rules around number one?
4: All right. I I said his name multiple times. Anyway, Drew has his Coke Zero, Lon has Taco, and I have my trusty water with gum in it. So here we go with the rules of round number one. Eight questions in round number one. These questions are asked to the field of competition. Each question's worth one point. No penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing, at least not in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to get that answer from your noggin onto whatever writing surface you prefer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize your answer into the microphone. Each competitor has three usages of the JTE rule. Not sure you heard a question right. You want us to ask it again because you love our voice use a jte well that's your repeat you also each have one challenge to be used at any point we'll bring your manager in if you want to issue a challenge they'll confirm and ratify that said challenge is taking place and christian i gotta be honest i'm pretty happy that the delinquent is still awake
3: don't jinx it all right so i asked the delinquent are you ready i'm ready and Drew mcweeney are you ready
4: he's ready but muted are you ready There he is. I am ready.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Let's get ready to down Round number one. Question number one. And gentlemen, we start in the realm of mystery. Mystery. Which Oscar-winning actor plays Harlan Thrumby, patriarch of a dysfunctional upper-class family in the film
4: Knives Out? You know, Christian... McQueenie said Armed and Dangerous, and all I can think about is that movie with John Candy and Eugene Levy that I still have not seen. It's a hole in my viewing history. you got to see that one. Five, four, three,
3: two, one. Pens down, hands up. And Lon. I
8: believe it's Christopher Plummer.
3: It is. Drew McQueenie.
8: That would be Christopher Plummer.
4: Yes, sir. All right, so now we get to question number two. Be late, great. Call him if you need to replace an actor. Christopher Plummer. Your next category is new releases—movies that have been fairly new to theaters or streaming. Here's the query: Which actress plays the protagonist Cecilia Cass in the 2020 film *The Invisible Man*? And the dogs are barking in this match, or maybe that's the wolves howling. Question is, yeah. whose dog?
8: Not Taco. He's very respectful.
4: It's It's not Molly. She's sleeping. Five,
3: four, (laughs) three, two, one. Pens down, please. Drew.
6: Uh, That would be Elizabeth Moss.
3: Yes, it is. And Lon.
6: It is
8: Elizabeth Moss. Yes.
3: High game. Two, two. As we get to question number three, the 80s. This is the realm of the 1980s movies. I
8: was laughing.
3: Who won? um, And excuse me. Who won an Academy Award for playing Sophie Zowatowski in 1982's Sophie's Choice?
4: It's a tough call there. She had in that movie, I believe.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Four,
3: three, two, one. Bends down. Lon Harris.
8: That is Meryl Streep.
3: Disappointed with no chance. And Jim McQueenie. Meryl Streep. Yes, I can see Sam Levine chanting from the waiting room, so I'll just give him that. All right, so here we go. Next question, Mark, number four.
4: Your next question is in the world of black cinema and the query for one point. Isaac Hayes performed the title song to what 1971 film about a famous, quoting here, black private dick? I
3: do wish that we could get a camera on former champion sam levine during this match
4: is a question is he you're opening a pandora's box <laughs> Five, four three two
3: one pens down please and we start with drew
6: that'd be shaft shut your mouth
3: that is correct and lon
8: i'm just talking about shaft
3: you are absolutely right <laughs> All right. Here's the next question. Here's the next question. This is question five. This is movie quote, movie quotes. Mm
8: -hmm.
3: Which 1933 classic adventure film coined the line? It wasn't the airplanes. It was Beauty killed the beast.
4: Uh, Both competitors perfect, Christian. You got to hand it to him. Mm -hmm. Christian, honey, we're doing a match. I know. I love it.
3: Five. Loving this match. Four. Three. Look at Mark. Two. One, Here, give me a hug. Pens down, please. Hands up, and we start with Lon Harris.
8: Uh, looking forward to seeing him fight Godzilla. It's King Kong and Drew, the only King Kong.
3: And we see ourselves at the moment five five as we get to question number six.
4: A lot of kongs. There's only one king of them. Your next category is comedies.
8: Ha!
4: Huh. Take anything I can get these days. Your question for a point. Dave Matthews, Jennifer Aniston, and Nicole Kidman appear in what 2010's Adam Sandler film? Can I keep those perfect? Hey, hey, Christian, what's everybody doing now that none of us can see?
6: Someone's vacuuming. (laughs) Five, four, three, two,
3: one. Pens down, hands up, please. And Drew. Uh,
8: Is it just go with it?
3: It is, and Lon.
8: Yep, I also last second just go with it.
3: They got all it. All right, all right, six six. Mark, you would be happy to know that Sam Levine also got it correct. So <laughs> I, I really don't need <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the here is the next. Sam's losing his mind at the moment. Here is the next question. Here's the next question as the vacuuming continues. And
8: you can tell it's not me because I've never cleaned in here. <laughs>
3: That's absolutely.
6: It's unfortunately, I believe it is construction people outside. Uh,
3: Well, maybe they're vacuuming. All right, here's the next one. This is question seven. Fantasy sci-fi. Wally Pfister directed Paul Bettany, Rebecca Hall, and Johnny Depp in what 2014 film about a man doing controversial experiments to create a sentient machine?
4: All right, someone with intimate knowledge of my living quarters just asked in the private chat if it's, the manager, no, but man, does that guy love vacuuming. Five, four, <laughs> three, two,
3: one. Hands down, hands up, and lawn.
8: I know it's a long word that starts with a T. I think it's transcendence.
3: You were right, correct, and yeah. three.
6: No, I had intelligence. That's
3: oh, correct. Drew misses the first one there, and Lon gets it. Lon hits first. putt here. 7-6. McQueenie missing one, and we see ourselves with a one-point lead. So right now, the way that this works is Lon Harris has an opportunity to get a perfect
4: round. If he hits it, he'll get a bonus question. If not, we'll move on over. Here is the last question, question eight. Mark. I almost want to give Drew two points for not remembering that horrific movie.
8: <laughs> How dare you?
4: Your final question in round number one, possibly for a perfect round for the delinquent, is in the category of horror slash thriller. And here we go. Which actor played Detective Alex Cross in the thrillers Kiss the Girls and Along Came a Spider?
3: Now, I have to go back and do research here. You say something about Transcendence. I feel you gave that movie a good review and we reviewed it. Nope, nope. Hated it. All right, That's I right. Promise. You're a
8: hypocrite.
3: Uh, for... <laughs> Three, two, one. Pens down, please. Hands up. And we start with Drew.
6: The great Morgan Freeman.
3: And Lon for the perfect round.
8: It is Morgan Freeman.
3: Lon Harris. Perfect round. All right. So, Lon, this is for you and only you. You don't have to write it down. You just have to answer it. Fifteen seconds to answer the question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here you go. Here is the bonus question for you. Bradley Cooper takes a drug known as NTZ48 that gives its user perfect recall in what 2011 film?
8: I believe it's called Limitless.
3: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that's one more point. So we see ourselves now, Lon Harris, 9, McQueenie, 7 at the end of round number one. Mark, round number two is about to begin. How's it go?
4: The rules of round number two. For any round, you are not allowed to rely on the knowledge of dogs or construction workers in the area, nor vacuumers. This is known as the wheel round. The wheel of fate, doom, and justice. It's a virtual wheel. Don't worry, Lon. We're not sending anything to your camping tent. As soon as you get a spin with your mind, you're going to settle on a category. Eventually, once you do, you're going to hear four questions in that realm. Each question is worth two points. The questions are only directed at you. However, stealing is available. In round numero dos. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which we think is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question recedes from two to one. The delinquent, perfect round, and nailing that bonus question gives him a two-point advantage over the godfather, Christian. And so, Lon Harris, I ask you, would you like to spin first or defer to your opponent?
8: Uh, I will defer to the godfather. I'll go second. Sam,
3: you got 60 seconds to talk to Drew, starting now.
5: Uh, Lon should be ashamed of himself no one should remember Transcendence Uh, honestly Mark was correct (laughs) you should be docked (laughs) for that Uh, buddy uh, we're talking one question so you are every bit as sharp as you were when we played I'm loving what I'm seeing Uh, you're in the zone and uh, see if we can get those guys back with the leaf blowers because that when they came over you pound about everything you you got them all
6: That's it. I just need distractions
5: okay fantastic. we we'll get right. the dog sparking again. Uh, I feel great about this. Okay. we talked about the wheel. You know what to do. you got all your JTEs left. we got our challenge if we need it. You are good to go.
3: Here we go. So Once again, Duke, if he doesn't like what he hits on the first one, he can't spin again unless, of course, he lands, on, he lands on opponent's choice, but here is the spin.
4: Needs a good round here, Christian.
3: Romance. 60 seconds to decide with Sam. Drew, starting now.
5: I love romance. Uh, um, yeah, look, the the bottom line is there's so few things on this wheel that c- give us any concern. So if you'd like to spin again, I support it. Uh, if not, I know you could crush the category. So I, I got to say it's up to you, man. Let's just do it. Let's stay. Gonna let's, stay. stay. let's stay. I love it, man. I yeah. love it. Let's, let's stay. stay.
3: All right, Drew, you, you chose romance. You chose romance. Yep you're going to get four questions in the realm of romance. Are you ready? I am. Here you go. First one. Okay. Who plays the lead female character of Ronnie Miller in Nicholas Sparks' film, The Last Song? Oh,
6: The Last Song.
3: Multiple choice. All right. Is it A, Julianne Huff. B, Miley Cyrus, C, Mandy Moore, D, Rachel McAdams? I'm going to go with A, Julianne Huff. And it is incorrect. Lon, for the steal opportunity, here's the question. Who plays the lead female character of Ronnie Miller in the Nicholas Sparks film, The Last Song? Is it A, Julianne Huff? B, Miley Cyrus, C, Mandy Moore, D, Rachel McAdams?
8: Uh, I believe it is C, Mandy Moore.
3: Also incorrect. Looking for B, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. All right. Here's question number two. Who stars along Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor in Singing in the Rain?
6: Uh uh, that would be the delightful Debbie Reynolds. That is a delightful
3: answer and a delightful correct. Two points. All right. And here is the third one. Chalene Woodley and Sam Claflin star in this romantic drama. Five, four, it, four three
6: multiple choice. This, is,
3: it, yeah. is it A, alone, B, adrift, C, all is lost, D, abandoned? It's a adrift. Adrift is correct for one point. And your final question, Drew, here it is. Okay. Who starts as Ben Affleck's love interest in 2004's Surviving Christmas?
6: Reese Witherspoon.
3: That is incorrect. Lon, here's the God. Head. Who stars as Ben Affleck's love interest in 2004's Surviving Christmas?
8: Yeah. Surviving Christmas. <laughs> uh, I can't do multiple choice, can I? You cannot. Mm.
3: Five. Four.
8: I'm going to say Jennifer Aniston.
3: Looking for Christina Applegate. <sighs> Christina Applegate.
8: Sure, All right.
3: Sure. So, a little bit of a rough start there for the Godfather, as we now are going to remove Drew McQueenie and bring in Winston. Sixty seconds here so,
7: to talk to Lon. Starting now. Hi, Lon.
8: Hey, Winston. It's rather Christmas. I've seen that. It's not in a long time.
7: No, no, no. no. Same here. I'm a Jew. Funny, we
8: shouldn't. It should be against is- the rules.
7: I it's feel like you stuff. read. I feel like you read my mind. I was out here like, oh man, and 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 look at you. You got shaft. I'm so proud of you, Black yeah. Cinema
8: Question. Let's go. And I um, quote. I, I even I had context. I had contextual information about mm-hmm,
7: Shaft. Mm-hmm. Um. How you feeling? Uh, how you feeling, Champ?
8: I feel. I feel pretty good. I mean, you know, like not not that much ground to make up here. I'd like to set myself up nicely for round three. I feel pretty good about this wheel. So yeah, I think. Uh, I think we're. I think we're on target.
7: Cool. 3JT is a challenge. Let's spin the wheel and see what happens. Yeah. And
3: here is the spin of the wheel for Lon Harris.
7: Lon, did you cosplay as the wheel today?
8: <laughs> yes. That's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm dressed up. It says nominate Delroy Lindo, you cowards.
3: <laughs> Paul Paul Newman. Paul Newman. 60 seconds to decide mm-hmm. on Paul Newman.
8: You know, uh- I'm... I, 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 I'm a big fan of the man's films, but these kinds of categories tend to go pretty deep, so I'm inclined to say maybe spin off in case I get some questions about some like '70s movies I haven't seen in a while.
7: Then let's spin off, and if we yeah. get it
8: again, we get it again. You know. what I mean, I mean? look, like, I'll I'll talk HUD with you guys if you guys want to talk HUD, we can talk HUD. I just you know maybe there's something better. No,
7: yeah, yeah let's, there's there's definitely
4: I'm some stuff. Cattle like Sounds like a great role for a salad dressing magnate. Scarlett Johansson. Scar
7: jo. Will be oh, Scar Joe. She right. plays literally everything. What the hell? The answer
8: right. is a tree. Thank you, Winston.
3: All right. So we are going to get now four questions in the realm of Scarlett
4: Johansson or Lon Harris. Let's that see. is correct. I call her Scar Joe. I invented that term, received oh, royalty. So, point,
8: Lon,
4: here's the bottom line four questions. Each one worth two points unless you want multiple choice in the category of Scarlett Johansson. Question number one. In what film does Scarlett Johansson play a character named Silken Floss?
8: Oh, oh, that's uh, I believe it's the spirit.
4: I'm going to take your word for it. It's in bold here, so I guess it's correct. That is two points for Lon. All right. Here's question two. And it is Scarlett Johansson voiced the character of Princess Mindy in this 2004 live action animation hybrid film from Nickelodeon. Princess Mindy. And
8: five. Uh, I'll do multiple choice.
4: And your four options for a point. Is it A, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, B, Home on the Range, C, Shark Tale, or D, The Incredibles?
8: i uh, say uh, A, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie.
4: It's an originally titled film, and very accurately so. That's a point for Lon. All right. Here's question number one. Here's question two. That is question number two, and we move on to question number three. Exactly. Keeping score at home, Lon Harris looking to surge ahead going into round three. Your penultimate question in the category of ScarJo. Who directed Scarlett Johansson in the 2006 crime thriller, Black Dahlia? Uh,
8: Brian De Palma.
4: He's good at writing crawl text, too. That is correct. And your final question for two big points. Lon Harris, the delinquent. What is the name of the computer operating system that Scarlett Johansson voiced in her?
8: Now, is it the name of the operating system or her name that she takes on for herself?
4: You want to use the JTE rule? Uh,
8: I mean, okay, repeat the question. Yeah, JTE rule.
4: All right. What is the name of the computer operating system that Scarlett Johansson voiced in Her?
8: Hmm. Uh, I'll go multiple choice. All right,
4: your four options for a point. Is it A, Samantha, B, Siri, C, Amy, or D, Scarlett?
8: It's it's A, Samantha, but that question is very confusingly worded, I would say. We'll talk about that later.
4: <laughs> uh, we can, but that is a point for Lon Harris. And Christian, Lon Harris now enjoys a sizable lead going into round number three. We may not have predicted that. All right. So
3: we are going to bring up the uh, the score at the moment is 15-10. Lon Harris, 15-10 as we get into round number three. All right, Mark, what are the rules around round number three?
4: This is the round that will determine the match, unless we go to sudden death overtime, which the math tells me could possibly happen. So what we need from each competitor is a series of numbers. These numbers may range from 1 to 20. You may not pick the same numbers as your opponent because each number corresponds to a unique category of movie trivia schmodown goodness. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three. Your final question is worth five gigantic points. Juan Harris... You enjoy five-point leads. You can give us your three integers first from 1 to 20. What feels we'll fortunate?
8: Go, we'll go 3, 8, and 15.
3: 3, 8, and 15. And true. Okay, we're
6: going to go 6, 13, and 18. All right, 60 seconds starting now.
7: I, I'm there with you, Lon. I was I was like hearing that. The name I was of the right, operating
8: um, system is yeah. the OS. Exactly. Her name. He exactly. selects exactly. the name. Member, but well, we're not well, going to challenge
7: you. We got the point. I'm right there with you. I was thinking the same well, thing, and I was listen, like,
8: "We'll go mm-hmm. on several after shows and talk All about them. Them. this. All of at the least four shows. hours apiece. So I'm not worried about <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. I'm already I'm, texting some people. We're 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 going to be we're going to be fine. We'll do there some.
7: All right. Well, to that point, we lost to JT, but that's okay. You got two. Take your time. Uh, this five point lead is nice. It is not over until it's over. But uh, if it's over. I, I oh, wait, mean, is I, it not over? Oh. No, no, there's one round left. But how do you feel that after this is over, uh, if you win, I'll buy you some tacos? Like, like more dogs, not actual food. Oh, like more I was going to
8: say, one, plenty, but the food, sure. Well, maybe ten, a burrito. And
3: second.
7: All right, that's fine. Take your time. Uh, you know, don't forget your JTEs and let's keep rolling, man. All right.
5: Godfather. What's up, uh, sir? Hey, dude, um, listen, round three is the round in Schmodown matches, okay? Everything that happened before, nonsense. Right now, you have one job, and that is to think about the questions and give your best answer, okay? I know you, I have watched you ace more third rounds than any other player I've ever seen. You got this, you get all your points, we kick it back, and then he is going to have to answer all of his questions to beat you.
0: Okay. okay, It is all only
5: right. a here we go deficit. That's it. All right. You got this. I believe in you. I think you have two or three JTEs left. Is it three? I think it's three.
6: I think all three. Yeah, it's so three.
5: use them if you need them, my friend. Challenge if it sounds wonky like they should have done. You got this.
6: Okay. All right.
3: All right. So round number three, it's about to begin. Drew McQueenie will try to answer his two and three to get it back to lawn. Drew, you you chose Category 6 for your first category. That is Steven Spielberg Films. Steven Spielberg Films. All right, here is the question. Who plays the character of Albert Johnson, also known as Mr. in The Color Purple? Uh,
6: That would be Danny Glover.
3: For two points, Drew McQueenie. All right, so Drew... Already has two points here. He needs to hit his three. If he hits his three, then it goes back to Lon Harris. All right, Drew, for your second question, you chose category 13. That would put you in the realm of classics. Classics. Here is your three pointer. Here you go. 1943's Casablanca was directed by whom? Michael Curtiz. For three more points, not even breaking a sweat there for Drew McWeeny. as we see ourselves tied up. The TKO option is gone, and now we get to Lon Harris. Lon Harris has chosen category number three.
4: That's right, and Mark Mosley's 1982 MVP number corresponds to Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Great abs on that guy. Your question probably won't be about that, but it is going to be worth two points, and that could give you a two-point lead. Forcing the Godfather to hit his five-pointer. Here's your question for two points and the lead. Brad Pitt received his first Oscar nomination for what Terry Gilliam sci-fi film?
8: The the film is Twelve Monkeys.
4: Is that the amount? That is the correct amount of monkeys, and it is a two-point lead, Christian. It goes back to McWeeny, and he's got to hit this.
3: All right, so here you go, Drew. For your five-point question, you chose category 18. Category number 18. All right, are you ready? Yep. All right, you chose remakes and reboots. Okay. Here's the question. Joey King plays Brooklyn Harding, who is Michael Caine's granddaughter, in which 2010's film... Also featuring Morgan Freeman. Can you repeat the question? I can. That's question, that's repeat number one. Joey King plays Brooklyn Harding, Michael Caine's granddaughter, in what 2010's film also featuring Morgan Freeman?
6: Five, four. Repeat the question.
3: Second one. Joey King plays Brooklyn Harding, Michael Caine's granddaughter, in what 2010s film also featuring Morgan Freeman?
6: Five, four, three, two. Journey to the Center of the Earth.
5: And your
3: winner, ladies and gentlemen, the Delinquent Love. The answer was going in style. Going in wow. style the wow. going in style was the answer. And there you go. The winner is Lon Harris taking a massive, massive victory. Needed for swag takes out the suspects and the Godfather. Big victory here. All right, gentlemen. Jen Sturger is waiting to talk with you. Congratulations, Winston. Congratulations, Delinquent. We'll see you in just a moment. So it was a big win. Good, good match. The first round really was. You know, if you look at that seventeen fifteen, those that two, those two points that Harris gained in the first. Round were, were everything because they really, you get that bonus question and the fact that Mcweeney missed that um, transcendence one that put us exactly where we are. You know, he misses that. He's got to force it because if, if it turns different in the first round, it at least gets to that three pointer. So, either way, great to have Mcweeney back, obviously, too. But Elon Harris takes the victory. He sees himself now at uh, six wins and five losses. He's looking pretty good.
4: We've seen Drew McWeeny in championship shape, which is the only slight that I would have to his performance here today because I think he's gotten all that ring rust off. He spun a tough category that he thought he was going to ace in romance and then it ended up having some tricky questions that he gave up. And so I think you could look at round number two as the round that sort of set the course for what we saw in round number three. Lon Harris delivering what he had to and then a tough Michael Kane, Morgan Freeman. We both love the actors, but Christian, they've been in a lot of movies even recently and it's Tough to get all those sorted out in your head when you need to recall it in the moment.
3: Yeah, it's true, and I, you know, and I, I think that's also what it is. You know, it's that fact that Lon Harris—he just competed in the teams division. He competed all last season in the teams division. He played in the singles tournament. He's been fresh. He's been playing. He's used to the digital age. Um, I think that this might have been a case. You know, some people always ask is there a little bit of ring rust too. Um, it's, it's possible because Drew is getting used to it now. That doesn't mean anything except Drew McWeeny is a very dangerous competitor. You know that, but. This might have been a thing. He hasn't played for a little while. His last match was in teams, and it was in a, and it was in a live setting. It's different playing live, playing in digital. Lon Harris has become a, somewhat of a pro inside of the digital age, so I think that had a lot to do with it. But Jen Sturger is going to be talking with the victorious Lon Harris and a very, very static Winston Marshall. Jen?
7: Uh-oh, Jen, you, you muted, girl. I can't, I can't hear you, Jen.
2: You know what? It's better yeah. off that way because it's actually garbage day outside. And there was a truck going by right at that minute. Like,
7: Everybody's doing construction and work and people <laughs> have mean?
6: jobs.
7: Don't they the slow down time?
2: That's I the know. Right? They got to get on. They got to get on our email chain. Uh, God bless them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, congratulations. You have to be feeling pretty great about this, Winston. It seems like everything's starting to gel. You know, you've got Chandru and Laura like they, you got them working together again. You know, like everything seems to be falling into place for you now with this win. I mean, that's,
7: that's the thing that was kind of crazy is that there there were a lot of, there were a lot of distractions. There was a lot of like, you know, stuff going on and, and I'm out here thinking that things were okay and I find out that they weren't. So put a stop to it. I ain't got time for none of that mess. We on a mission. This is war right now. And you're not going to win any war if your troops are not all on the same page. So we are. What's
8: what's going on? Vaughn, we're. Or are we're your troops of, not? We're in the middle of a war
7: right now, Lon. There's a, there's a war in the Schmodown and Europe. Yeah, part well, of no, the... I,
8: I know about that. I just have one question. Who are we fighting against?
7: That Winston, you want to take that? that? That was the problem, Lon, is that we were fighting amongst each other. We we went full Captain America mm-hmm. Civil War and, and now we've come together like Infinity War going on to end. Yeah. Okay. That one better. No. We don't no. Want to exactly. Tie together, like Infinity War. That's no. It. No. Exactly. Well, and that was the thing. Now we're moving you know. on into the end game.
2: Ron, okay. are you feeling okay? Do you need a nap? I, I'm sure that 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 yes. victory took a lot out of you.
8: I mean, I always need a nap. It's just you name the time and place, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> that's never that's never a question.
2: But how did you prepare for an opponent like Drew McWeeny? Because let's face it, when it comes down to it, you two are two of the best in the game. Uh, I, I think my secret, as
8: you all well know, the the sort of the key to preparation is um, not doing it at all. Avoiding really? it studiously. Uh, did not know this was happening today. Honestly, first I was hearing about it. Uh, that, I was just trying to get like a steak sandwich or something. See, I got to push back a little bit on that, Jen, because
7: I, I found a lawn a couple times passed out. And I okay. put like uh, I put one of those little headsets with the tape on. And I just literally just had the song, uh, Shaft, he's a bad mother, shut your mouth, just playing oh, over right. and over again. And <laughs> I think that that, that gave Juan the confidence, but also made him realize to answer that question earlier. I'm pretty sure that that's how that worked.
8: Is that also why I know Croatian now? I, I, I just realized
2: it's, oh, educational tapes. That's while I sleep. Like, <laughs> oh, you know what? Any way you have to, even if it involves, you know, some light hypnosis, right? Mm-hmm.
8: Sure, heavy so, or heavy who- hypnosis, whatever.
2: <laughs> Alright, so who do you guys want to see next? You know, JTE's been calling you out. Is that someone you would potentially want to face, considering you guys used to work together? Wait, hang on. Is, is that is the rule named after that guy? I just put this
8: together.
7: Oh god, Lon. <laughs> um...
8: I mean, look, I'll, I'll speak on
7: behalf of Lon since he doesn't really know where he is right now. I mean, we'll, we're more than happy to take on JT if he wants to catch the smoke. But I'm also like, look, man, let's keep dancing inside the usual suspects. Let's take on Ethan. Like, I, I love Liz. Let's take on Liz. Like,
8: I, let's just tear the whole tear it down. Tear I don't remember down. either of those guys from the usual suspects. Was one of them the funny talking guy? The tall no, 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 no. one? No, that's the movie. We're talking about the faction. Oh. Which which one of them is Kaiser Sose, do you think? That's a good question. I feel like it's Liz.
2: Guys, 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 can we talk, let's just talk teams for a second. Can I I reel this interview back in, okay? You know, finally, Sam has the odd couple for the title soon. How do you feel about this, Lon? Like, this could be your first title.
8: T- like 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 Duke or or like I would like to have a title, Yes. Know, what, what, a title Baron. Like I feel
2: like I could be a good Baron for the love of God.
8: We don't talk about the royal family no more. That's 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 oh, his. Right. That's the past.
7: No yes. no no. We're talking about a, a tag team belt. You would get like a belt. Oh pants right,
8: up. Uh, right. Because we're stopped, uh, with that with that other guy. What what? Todd, Something to hold your partner. sweatpants oh. up long. Oh, oh Yama, Yes, right. yes that guy. Is
7: that still going on? Oh God! That's crazy. Okay, um, Jen,
8: can can so we? I gotta it up, right? start writing I, you know, this stuff down.
7: I apparently, you know, the only thing that works with him. So remember, I promised you, I'm gonna go buy you another taco and actual tacos, like I promised. Does that does that sound good, Lon? Yeah, let's do
8: it, all of it. Yeah. Okay,
7: so yes,
2: Winston. But you're calling out all these big names, these bangers. Like huh. you, uh, how are you going to prepare him mm-hmm. for these level matches? When like I'm not sure, like. Like he said, has it on the study? Like you're going hypnosis with this whole.
7: Hypnosis seems to work very well. Again, we're, we're, we're on the same page now. And I think the biggest thing about that is you don't, you don't achieve greatness by being afraid. You don't achieve greatness by failing and then tucking your tail and hiding in the corner. You achieve greatness by finding the biggest, baddest person in the yard, smack them in the mouth and keep on moving. So if the road to lawn, getting the singles belt, is having to go through Ethan Irwin, which is a daunting task. Like, that's terrifying.
8: Yeah, I don't want to do that. Lon can
7: do it, though. Lon can do it. I'm not worried about it. So if that's who we got to go to, let's go. The only thing that I'm sad about is that we don't get to do the pre-match interviews no more, so I can't talk trash to Sam Levine. He's a lovely gentleman, and I would love to tell him how I'm going to smack him right in his mouth. Let's go! Oh! (laughs) Oh,
2: my (laughs) God. Bleep that, please. I'm sorry, guys. Leave
7: that out. I'm so sorry. Ah,
2: ah, ah. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Oh god. Back to the desk. Well, it's
3: fun to see swag smiling again. We can we can say that because it all looked like everybody was like, Well, why is this happening? This doesn't make sense. Why? well Winston figured it out. Winston figured it out and he got his house in order and it worked because Lon Harris picks up a big Big massive victory against the returning godfather Drew McQueenie. Um, this was a this was a battle. It was a good match. It was so much knowledge, as Jen said. These are legends of the game going and going going after it. And Lon Harris takes that step towards the elusive singles championship that he has never had an opportunity to compete for yet. He is, he is in he is in the running now. He's had some good victories, and now he's back into it. So who do we see? Do we see a JTE? Do we see a Liz do Miller? We don't, we don't know yet. There's so many different opportunities for Lon out there now, and this was a good step to get there.
4: I would say it's a great victory for Lon, not just in terms of movie trivia, Schmodown record or alum or whoever else you want to throw at him that could possibly compete. It's more so for his personal life. Christian, It could be the thing that gets his life in order. Drew McQueenie clearly has his life in order. He just missed a couple tough questions here today. And so I don't expect to see a lot of crying or weeping about what could have been. I just expect to see a competitor who now has that taste of competition in his mouth again and is hungry for more. That's right. That's exactly right.
3: And we're going to hear, I'm sure, a lot of that from Sam Levine and Drew McQueenie, who are standing by with Jen Sturger. Jen?
5: This is a nice pack. Winston hit me in the mouth.
3: (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, virtually, that, that works. Man. Oh, I see what you did there. I don't, well, Drew, I don't know how like, you do that. <laughs> it's still nice to see you again. I mean, I, I know today obviously didn't go the way you guys wanted it to, but it's a pleasure to have you back with the league, sir.
6: Well, thank you. It's uh, good to be back. And, um, yeah, it's definitely it's a, a very different uh, league. Like, it's a very different process even.
2: Did the digital aspect of it throw you off at all?
6: Um. More than anything, I think not playing the game for a little while threw me off. Um, you know, there's there's things that I have to remember. Like when you're playing the game, is not the time to go. I could maybe do that. Let's see. Let's experiment right now. <laughs> um, I always forget that the wheel. You're really supposed to try to start swing to your strengths, and uh, you know, instead of just hey, I'll take a shot. So um, I'll get a little gamier. I think next time. Wait, I think I said that wrong, but. I'm uh, I'm definitely ready.
5: The digital helps there very much. We'll just take your word for it on how game. Yes, yes. Um, yes, yeah. For the love of no, God, I want to I want to sound off on that. He, he's absolutely right. Like, um, th- this was not the digital aspect of it. This was Drew's first match in over a year. I think um so that's that's a big deal like for anyone of any skill level to be away from the game the game is definitely taking on a faster pace doing it digitally is a big change it has been for a lot of people although i think drew hung very well with that but we got to get him his sea legs back so today was we're going to call it a, a, a tech rehearsal maybe a dress There we go. so the next thing's the real match
2: it was a pretty high stakes tech rehearsal. You two were exchanging yes, the entire game. Um yeah. I have to say though, you know some of the greatest in the game have taken an L their first time back just because like sure. you said Sam, the game evolves when you leave. It doesn't mm-hmm. stop growing, it doesn't stop changing. And obviously we've had to make all kinds of adjustments due to COVID and things like that. But how do we rebound from this, you know? Well, what's what's the plan going forward? What did you guys take away from today's match? And that's for both of you.
5: Well, um, for me, I want two things. The first, uh, we're going to regroup, and I would love to get Drew another singles match uh, because the man is a singles beast, and I know what he's capable of. We all know what he's capable of, and I want to see him back in godfather form from seasons past. But moreover, it's important to me to find Drew a teammate. Uh, I want to get the man in teams. I can speak firsthand to say... This is a guy right here who thrives in teams. He is unstoppable as a teammate. So that is a top priority for me and the suspects to get him matched up and to get him some teams matches.
2: And there's no shot at you giving me that name yet.
5: Not today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I tried, Christian. I tried. You're making my job much harder today, gentlemen. Anyways, um, tough loss today, though, Drew. But I, I can't tell you enough how great it I is. I appreciate it. Face again.
6: Uh, and and uh, I'm excited to meet new players and to get in there and to get my hands dirty. I think this was a good start. So thank you, Jen. Thank you.
2: Absolutely. Back to the desk.
6: Mark, what a match
3: it
4: was. Good to have the Godfather back and really great. to See, the delinquent looked good. It looked sharp. You nailed it on the head. It's Lon Harris showing that whether he's a delinquent or not, he knows a lot about movies. He's just got to really work to get him to show up on time. Once he does, he can be lights out. Drew McQueenie, he's going to be back, no question. He got the rest of that rust off, and he is now a knight in shining armor looking to maybe compete again tomorrow or whoever his next match is. I would fear that man.
3: And a lot of teams talk here today. Well, as... Made clear by our new president, there is going to be both a Teams tournament and a Star Wars tournament, both eight apiece, and it starts next month, starting in, well, hell, at the end of this month, the Teams tournament begins, but we will see the, that stretch out over the month of May, and then the full Star Wars tournament, eight players go head-to-head-to-head-to-head, to head to head to head, all the way up to eight, and that happens next month so make sure you check that out all the factions going at it is it is indeed a schmodown war keep up on all the stats keep up on everything go to the schmodownlive.com thank you to jen sturger to our great team over at skybound to wince sam drew and lon and our writers of course and to you mark ellis ah, so good. everybody ladies and gentlemen we will see you next time